one day I'm going to learn to sing like that. Oh, ye of little faith. Oh, you agreeing with me? Okay, all right. I didn't sound like one. I sounded like one of my mamas. Uh-huh. Didn't sound like a Fred. Uh-huh. You know what? Y'all not going to believe this. I think I got the wrong sermon. Ha ha. But here's the other one. Brother Richard, how long have you been preaching, brother? Four years, three years, three years. I've been doing it for about two, two and a half years. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago, man, I had a guy, I heard a guy say, where are all the preachers that preach the word of God and not what the people want to hear? I kind of took that as a shot to me. I kind of took that as a, as a, as a shot. Like, what do you mean? What 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 do you mean? Where's the preachers that 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 preach God's word and not the word that the people want to hear? Well, I preach God's word. I preach what he tells me to preach. Anybody that's ever heard me preach knows that. But I do know there are preachers out there that are afraid to say some things that is in God's word because they're afraid that they might hurt somebody's feelings. Well, I promise you that ain't me. If I hurt your feelings... Then you needed to hear it. And another thing, I'm not the one that hurts your feelings. I know every time somebody said something to me that's really hurt my feelings, most of the time it's because it was true. Hope y'all wore your steel toes tonight. But I also thought that this guy ain't never been to our church. Because I, I, can't, I can't speak for everybody. I can only speak for me. I can't speak for Brother Richard. I can't speak for Pastor Mark. I can only speak for me and Bella. I preach what God tells me to preach. I pray about it. You can ask my wife how long it takes me to prepare a message. It ain't something that's done in five minutes. 
I pray about it. I think about it. I listen to God about it. And for someone to say, where's all the preachers that preach God's word? Well, I obviously wanted to tell him, brother, you need to come to my church because then you'll hear God's word, not man's word. In 2 Timothy 3.16 I ain't going to like this thing being way over here. I'm going to be walking over here a lot. All God's people there say amen. All scripture is inspired by God and is used to teach us what is true, and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It is it, it corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do the, to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip His people to do every good work. So we see God gives us here, God gives us the instructions in this book, in these Bibles that we carry around and we hold and we read. God gives us the instructions to live. He tells us what's right and what's wrong. He tells us what we should do, what we shouldn't do, how we should talk, how we shouldn't talk, what we should think, what we shouldn't think. So why don't we follow it? Why don't we follow that? The Israelites had to do it. The Levites had to do it. Everybody has to do it. I got to do it. Brother Richard got to do it. Brother John's got to do it. Wes got to do it. Carl got to do it. Everybody's got to do it. So it makes me want to ask the question, why don't we just follow the rules? He gives us the rules to live by, but we ignore them. We let things go on. We become passive. Look the other way. When exactly did that become okay? Because you know what? When I wasn't with God, I never was a passive person. If you offended me, you knew you offended me right then, and I would punch you in the face for doing it. But we become passive as Christians. For some reason, they think people think that as a Christian, you're supposed to let things go. You're supposed to look the other way. While they pass laws that says it's okay to do things that God says it isn't okay. Okay. 
Now, I don't recommend anybody hitting anybody else. That was my past. And I don't live like that anymore. Hadn't lived like that in a long time. But that's used to be, just to paint a picture for you, who Danny used to be, that's who he was. And everybody that knew me knew that. I can promise you a lot of people knew who I was, but I didn't have very many friends. But I can't help but think of how the world is ignoring God and his rules. How God sets these rules and he says you shouldn't do these things. But people become passive and think it's okay. People become passive and say, well, you know, that's their business, you know. I can't get involved in all that. While the neighbor's beating up his wife, um, man, you know, she should have left a long time ago. I can't get involved in all that. I'm sorry, I ain't never been that guy and never will be. I see you put your hands on a woman. I'm going to be putting my hands on you and I'll just have to ask for forgiveness. But we become passive as Americans too. We seem to want to let things go and look the other way. We're going to be doing a little bit of Bible surfing. So go ahead and surf on over to 2 Corinthians. James, that's right after the first one. Uh, I, you was thinking it. I could feel you. I knew what you was thinking already. It just beats you to the punch. <laughs> We're going to be in, in Corinthians 4, 4. It says... Satan, who is God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand the message about the glory of Christ, who is exact likeness of God. Somebody needs Jesus. So we see right there, the, the, the uh, uh, Paul, Paul, the apostle Paul, is telling us right there that the devil runs the world. And the devil puts the blinders on. Hey, Carl, you're a good horseman, ain't you? Why do they put blinders on horses? So they'll stay focused straight ahead. So they can't veer off on this way because they see some hay over here, hay field. That's the same way the devil does us too. He, he puts them blinders on. He puts that passive way in our life so we'll say, well, it's okay. It ain't that. I ain't got nothing to do with that. They want to 
you know, if they want to live that certain, if they want to live that lifestyle, well, that ain't none of my business. You know what? That ain't what the book says. That ain't what the book says. The book says if you don't go tell them that they're living wrong and they're going to die and they're going to go to hell for doing that, then guess who's just accountable as they are? But you know what? I ain't letting somebody else drag me down into hell with them because they wanted to live a certain lifestyle. If I see them, I'm going to tell them. You know what? You're going to live that lifestyle. You know what's going to happen to you? When you die, you're going to go to hell. That's just the truth. That's the truth. I, I, I mean, look it up. I ain't making it up. Look it up. I can, I, you, you can look up anything I say. Look it up. For the old Jews, this is the first time y'all have ever heard me preach. I like to move a little bit. I like to move. I can't stand still. So when the people start trying to push all this stuff through that they're trying to push through now, like this, like, like, like what Pastor Mark said this morning, this Proposition One. You know what that's? Uh, you know what? Am I gonna get into it? If you ain't heard about it, that's because you've got your blinders on. You got your blinders on if you ain't heard about it. That's going to open up the door for a whole lot of people with blinders on. Guarantee that. I get asked a lot. I, I, I get asked a lot. Hey, man, when's the, is, you think the end of the world's coming? I don't know. Is it? You tell me. Is it? Because the Bible says there's only one person that knows. It ain't me. And I don't proclaim to be him. But he's the only one that knows when, when the time is going to come. But I can tell you this, though. You're not going to be wanting to have your blinders on when that time do come. You're going to want to take them blinders off so you can see everything that's going on around you so you can get right with God, get right with the Lord, walk with Jesus Christ in your life. And take the blinders off your face. Because them blinders, Grady, going to send you to hell, brother. By you being passive and saying it's okay to be that way or live that lifestyle or go out and get you a little drink or drink or some smoke, whatever it is your forte is. Or if you're letting your kids go out and do that kind of stuff and not telling them, 
You know what? I'll be quite honest with y'all. I'll be, I'm one of the most honest pastors I guarantee you ever going to meet because I tell you right now, I, my oldest daughter, I pray for her all the time because I've already told her, you know what? You keep living that lifestyle, you're going to go to hell. She didn't talk to me for a month. But you know what? I would rather tell her now and get it in her head now than wait till later or be passive about it and something happened and she do die and go to hell, then I'm going to feel like it was my fault. Because I didn't open up my mouth. Oh, some people ask me about Sodom and Gomorrah, what I thought about Sodom and Gomorrah. I tell them, you know what? This world is quickly getting there. I don't know how many of you have ever studied Sodom and Gomorrah, but this world is very fast getting there. By the agendas and stuff that they're trying to push through and trying to get there. Because it, you know what? Sodom and Gomorrah, most people think Sodom and Gomorrah all that's happened because of the homosexuality there. You know what? That was part of it. That was part of it. That wasn't everything. What Sodom and Gomorrah done was they, it was they had already taken God out of everything. They took him out. They act like they didn't need him anymore. Any men that take my class, they know. <laughs> what happens when you take God out of things? Yeah, it ain't good, is it, James? It don't come out good. The ending does not come out very well for you. You know, and what's crazy to me, what's crazy about that story is Lot knowing what God and what his wrath can be You know, the Bible says they, they, the angels literally had to grab him and pull him out of that city. He didn't want to leave. That's how, people, that's how bad people get attached to that lifestyle. Now, this wasn't just, this wasn't just, just, just some guy hanging out in a bad spot in the bad part of town. This was Abraham's nephew. The angels that went in there to warn them, to warn Lot, to tell him this, that this place is going to be destroyed. You need to get your family and get out. He still didn't want to go. He wanted to hang on to that lifestyle. That's the way a lot of people do. They want to hang on to that lifestyle. It's like it's it's just like <laughs> it's just like they say, man. They they want to be they, they they want to have one foot in and one foot out. They want to have one foot in as long as they try to get as much in there as I can. But I uh-uh, no, I can't get that one. Uh-uh. I'm gonna leave that now. Because, you know, just in case a good party happens, I can swing back over. Hey, what's up? I'm here. 
How many people know folks like that? How many seen folks right here in this church like that? Mm-hmm. You can raise your hand. I ain't going to be mad at you. I've seen them. I've seen them. They be here on Sunday. They be here on Sunday. And this is how. <laughs> this is how it works too. They be here on Sunday, and sometimes they they even come to my classroom, and they be talking about, man, you know, I really need to get into church and change my life, and and. I need to do this. Yeah, brother, man, you really do need to get into church. Change it. You know, you come in on in, and you you know what? If you be faithful to God, he'll be faithful to you, man. That's all you got to do. Man, well, you know, I've been having all these problems in my life, and this been going on, and that's been going on. Say, so, yeah, did, did you not hear what I said? Did you not catch what I said to you? If you be faithful to God, he will be faithful to you. But then we see them on Friday on the Facebook. What the, is that a is that a beer sign I see in the background? I even one time made him call Allie, come here, baby, come here, come here. Look at this. Is that a beer sign? She said, "Yep, so it is." Hey, and on my computer, I can blow it up. <laughs> yeah, I can. I can reach in there, but I had James' face one time that big. That scared me to death, but. But that's how people want to do it, man. They want to get half in, half out with God all the time. They want to put them blinders on so you won't see them. They think they they how many how many kids how many in here had kids play hide and seek like this? That's how they play. If I can't see you, you can't see me, right? <laughs> Don't we wish it was like that? Sometimes. Every now and then we do wish it was like that when we're doing something stupid we know we shouldn't be doing. But people ask me about Sodom and Gomorrah and I tell them about Sodom and Gomorrah. And, 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 and yeah, most people think all that happened because of the homosexuality that was going on at that time in Sodom and Gomorrah. But that actually was a small part of what was going on in Sodom and Gomorrah. What happened was they kicked themselves. They kept themselves away from God. So God took them out. It's that simple. So when you get away from God, when you're getting away from God, He takes you out. If you don't take those blinders off, and if you see, if you see right here, Satan, the first, the very first word, it says, Satan, who is the Lord of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. So he's made them blind. Now myself, I think more of he didn't make them blind. They wanted to be blind. 
How many people in here has ever seen something horrific that they turned their head? Oh, no, I can't look at that. Oh, one time I, 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 I preached a message on, uh, on uh, uh, being ready of getting caught unexpected. That's what it was. We just went on a real long motorcycle ride, and there was, this ain't no joke, uh, 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 Miss Mary said she wished she could have been in here to see it. But there was this dog, and you could tell he got caught very unexpected by the car that hit him. By the look on his face. His mouth was wide open. But maybe if he wouldn't have had them blinders on, he might have seen that car coming. Maybe if people wouldn't have had them blinders on, they stay out of the bar. You can put the blinders on all day, God still sees you. God still knows what's going on. He still knows what you're doing. He still knows what's going on in your life. He still knows what's going on in your mind. He still knows what you're thinking. Oh, yeah, he knows what you're thinking, too. So don't think you're going to get away with that either. You know, there are lots of people that say we are at the end of time. And people have asked me about it. But like I said earlier, I'm not God. I don't know. But I do tell them. And we got a saying at my church. And that saying is, brother, if you'll get ready, you won't have to. If you'll stay ready, you won't have to get ready when he does get here. In the book of Revelations, tells us about when old rascal was going to come back. About when old rascal was going to come and he's going to walk the earth. Says he's going to be extremely angry. He's going to come to the earth and he's going to be angry. And he's going to pour that anger out on the people with blinders on. So if you think the world's coming to an end, then you better make sure your blinders are off. You better make sure you don't have blinders on. I know the first time I read Revelations, it scared the bejesus out of me. I was thinking to myself, man, I don't want to have to go through none of that. I actually know some people that are going to have to go through that. They're going to have to go through the trials to prove themselves. Some of them church members.
how there will be all kind of bad things going on. How there's going to be all kinds of illnesses that you can't get rid of. Diseases that you can't get rid of. Horrible deaths. People dying. Very, very bad deaths. Painful. See, because he comes to kill and destroy. Jesus came to save. He comes to seek and destroy. To kill and destroy. You have to realize. He puts them blinders on you so you so so, so you won't be able to see the real picture. That's the reason why when you go, who's here has ever been in a fine art museum? That's the reason why they put them little lights over the arch. So you won't look around the arch, you'll look at the arch. You see, old rascal puts them blinders on you so you can't see the good in the world. So you can't see Jesus Christ and what he does and his miracles that he does. So you can't see what's going to happen. Brothers and sisters, in Revelation 21, then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the old heaven and the old earth had disappeared. And the sea was also gone. And I saw a holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven like a bride, beautiful dressed for her husband. So we see what we have to look forward to. The bride is the church. We are the church. So when it does come to an end, he's going to come for his bride, his church. That's what we've got to look forward to. No matter what the devil throws at us, no matter what, what, what he puts us through, because he's going to put us through some stuff, you can bet on it. Like Pastor Mark was saying this morning in his in his message, if you you'll know if you're doing things right, because old rascal's gonna get all over you. He's gonna be all over you. He's gonna he he's gonna get up in your in your house. He's gonna get up on your kids. He's gonna get up in your finances. He's gonna get up on your job. He's gonna get up in everything. Everything he can do to strap them blinders back on you for you to get mad or, or upset and say, you know what, that's it. I've had enough of this stuff, man. I'm going back to my old ways. That's just what he wants. Then he's got them blinders strapped on you again. Got them blinders strapped on you, Sherry. You ain't going to be able to see. The only thing you're going to be able to see is what he shows you. 
That's all you'll be able to see because he's got them blinders on you because he don't want you to see nothing else. He wants you to see that right there. <laughs> but you know what, brothers and sisters? If we'll stay with Jesus Christ, we'll stay in our book, we'll stay where we need to be, we'll stay in the bride, then Jesus is going to have victory, and so will we. You know, I, I thought about this message when God was giving it to me. I thought about this. I was like, man, I don't know, God. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I don't know, God. I just don't know if I can do that. He said, didn't Pastor Mark say they needed to meet? I said, yeah. said, yep, he sure did. Pastor Mark said, the crew core, the, the core of the church, they need to meet. They don't need the, 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 the easy preaching. They need to meet. So we're going to be like Arby's. We have the meat. Right, James? I hope y'all got something out of this tonight. And I hope y'all clapping for God, not me. I'm going to close this out and dismiss it. Okay, I went a little bit past 615. I hope y'all forgive me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day and thank you for all that you do for us, Lord. Dear Lord, just thank you for this message and, and giving it to me, Lord, and, and let me say your words one more time. Dear Heavenly Father, I always thank you. I, I always know it's a blessing to spread your news, Lord. And dear Heavenly Father, I pray that somebody out here got something out of it. And dear Lord, I pray that everybody go home and have a good week this week and get home safely. Dear Heavenly Father, just be with them and keep them safe, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.